Hey, what's going on? It's Top of the Dude Chain, and you are lucky. Because of the quarantine, we were able to get our friends from the Average Joe Media on remotely, which I think this is actually going to change the dynamic of the Dude Chain a little bit. I'm kind of digging this remote thing. Uh, would I prefer to have people in studio? Absolutely. But if we can have more variety of guests because we can do it remotely, we're definitely going to enjoy it. So first and foremost, thank you, Josh. Thank you, Joey, of the Average Joe Media coming on on such short notice and filling in for that slacker Jeff who for some reason just doesn't want to do this sometimes. <laughs> you bet, man. Glad to do it. We're happy to be here, man. So, uh, as usual, we're going to go off script. Quarantine update from the dude chain. Uh, had a Twitter burner account suspended and deactivated by uh, by Twitter. Really? Yeah. Why got, is that? got a little too political, apparently. <laughs> Were you uh, spitting some conspiracy theories? No, I just posted a picture of uh, Joe Biden and making fun of his... Uh, Dementia, <laughs> <laughs> maybe insensitive uh, a little bit, but uh, yeah, I posted it. There's a pic. I don't know if you guys seen it. Uh, it may not have circulated as well because of the fascism of uh, social media, but it's basically a picture that says his mind question mark, and then it says no, his heart, <laughs> and then a picture of him staring off into space and all that. So, nice. Uh, Someone talked about Biden winning 50 states, uh, all 50 states, Whoa. or whatnot, and so I just happened to put that there, and they uh, deactivated the old burner account. Well, I was listening to, I think, maybe your last episode, or I could be a couple behind where y'all were talking about some different uh, situations where you were trolling some people, and I, I got to I gotta admit, I was kind of jealous a little bit. It's been a long time since I've, I've got to partake in that, and uh now would be the the most optimal time during an election year to have some fun with some people. oh yeah no it's it definitely is a uh, I'll tell you this I'm getting a lot more reactions with this new burner uh, I find what I figured out is if you if you put the right hashtag in there oh yeah because algorithms so I'll say like the most random thing a I'll basically make I mean the biggest thing right now in the political world is 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 Trump basically talking about disinfectants and uv rays yeah and so then apparently if you listen to the transcript do i admit that trump probably went off script yes do i admit it was the wisest thing or not the wisest thing yes but i just can't make that leap from probably shouldn't have said that too he told everyone to drink bleach and inject lysol i just oh, yeah. i can't get it from the transcript yeah, so that's was, uh, that's a pretty big jump. That's I who I've that been too. having fun with, or the people who are who are telling people not to ju- you know drink whatever and all that, and then and then it's you know what idiot would uh, would ever put a disinfectant into their bloodstream kind of stuff? They all do that, and then you can just throw in. Uh, I've been throwing in the ingredients of the standard flu shot, which has formaldehyde in it, and uh, that tends to get them upset. Nice. So well, I got I got to tell you between um you know the a- anti-vaccinators are loving this right now because oh, yeah. now you know this is just uh telling them telling them just confirming to them what they've been saying for so long. Oh yeah. Um 
I'm I'm, I'm, got, I'm I'm tending to believe it. Then you also have. Uh, are you familiar with the five G thing? Yep, I am. So you got that going on. You're talking about. Yeah, you're talking to a conspiracy theorist extraordinaire. Well, we might we might have to get you to come on ours. We were talking a little bit ahead of this on us kind of getting back at it and uh, some different topics. And I was telling him, I said, man, with some of the stuff we've been seeing online, uh, we should have a conspiracy theory episode. Dude, would, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm incredible. 100% down for conspiracy theories. <laughs> 100%. But you'd be surprised, though. You know, you're talking about Twitter. Um, on Facebook, the censoring had gotten a little bit out of control. Yeah, I put I, uh, Eric Chim- uh, Eric Cheramello or whatever it was, the whistleblower that caught uh trump making ukraine deals or whatever and they just they would delete the every time i put it out there they delete it i put his picture out there they delete it i mean i was literally putting it out there i was spelling it all the e's with back with threes and they were taking it off like they 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 did not want that dude's name out there so back in the in the day um i had a political site and blog and web page and everything i was running and and it was a lot of fun, um, and it was basically just young Joey thinking he could change the world. If you know, if you just tried to talk to the left wing nut jobs, you could help them understand. You know, a middle ground. Of course, that didn't really work. No, I uh, did make some good friends online, though. You know, some people that we could have civil discord with. But uh, during discourse, discourse. Well, you know, it's discord is. Right, <laughs> might be fighting somebody. Hey. English language overrated, man. It really is. I mean, here's the thing. It's been a while since. I mean, he's heard it both ways, I'm sure. I have heard it both ways. But anyways, um, during Obama's first term, um, when they were trying to pass the Affordable Care Act, they had appointed a social media czar. And uh, this guy put out a bunch of different postings, and it was actually on the WhiteHouse.gov website instructions to the american people and it said if you or your neighbors are confused about what the aca is or if they're spreading you know negative remarks about it please send that report that to us at red flag or red flag at whitehouse.gov so that we can reach out to them and try to educate them and i went on this gigantic political tirade you know about uh you know, asking Americans to report other Americans and this, that, and the other. And uh, so my page got suspended. The group got suspended. Uh, they, they just... Uh, yeah, it's definitely not a free platform, free-thinking platform for sure, which is fine. Well, I it mean, is at first. Yeah. I mean, but I'm just saying it's it's fine if, if you're, a, you're a publicly traded company. Okay. So, like, you're a business, and you can run that business however you want. It's just the, the, it's the, the, the hypocrisy in it, in the sense that you can't talk about one subject, but you can talk about another subject because it agrees with your company, yet you go to 8chan or 4chan who allows anyone to say anything and they need to be taken off the internet altogether. Does that make sense? There's got to be there's got to be a, a platform for both. Well, people, there was a history teacher um, a couple of years ago that had, um, I think it was a history teacher professor, but they were going to post uh, a piece of the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution every day leading up to the something something anniversary of it, right around Fourth right. of July and all that. 
and he, it was all those posts were taken down as um, hate speech, like the algorithm on Facebook. And then yeah. I had a buddy who's been probably in December started a, a, a group because he was getting a lot of people hating on him. So he just said, hey, if you want to join my group, I'm going to keep posting stuff about this. So he was reporting on China and the coronavirus and just some of that crazy stuff going back into December. And so um, they started taking his stuff down in a private group. And it wasn't anything bad. It wasn't anything conspiracy either. It was like legitimate, limited comments with articles from legitimate news sources. And um, they started shutting everything down. I think legitimate news sources. Yeah, I was going to say, you got a little oxymoron there. There are very many legitimate news sources out there these days. Yeah, I mean, but you guys got to understand, I guess, that uh, just like it's freedom of speech to put everything up there on your page, it's also freedom of speech or expression or whatever for those sites to take it down. Right, and that's that's all I'm saying. Everything. That's all I'm saying is, is like I don't if if face I mean don't use Facebook if that's going to be the issue. You know what I mean? Yeah. But on the other side is you can't have all the all the Facebook lovers who think that Facebook has the right to do that to turn around and and demand that something else be taken down because it doesn't. It's it's less about the the restriction yep. of hate speech and more about the restriction of someone else's viewpoint. Well, is, where is what were we've gone to. Yeah, Where were fair. they when foreign governments were using their platform to tamper with our election? Huh. I mean, it, it seems to me that they should be spending less time trying to police American citizens and more time and effort on all these. You what know, are you saying, Joe? Yeah. What am I saying? What are you saying? I mean, are you are you saying that uh, Russia did tamper with the elections? I'm not saying Russia. Or, I'm not sorry. Foreign countries. I apologize for <laughs> oh, yeah. England, singling Russia out. Yeah, no, I believe that foreign countries, as well as covert states, if you will, different uh, intelligent organizations. I think they're using social media for misinformation and and in an effort to try to divide the country all the time. Right. You think the yeah. United States doesn't? Oh, I'm sure we do. I think that's my biggest thing is. Is I think our government, I think, this is what I think. I think 95% of the world's population could get along with each other just fine. And it's the yeah. 5% in power that want to drive <laughs> division. And, and that's the purpose for their own self-serving purposes. Yep. It's all self-serving. And well, that, that's my issue. It's a double-edged sword that I think that we as a society have lost perspective on. So back in the day before media, before internet, what what I say? You just got Joey perked up there. And once you started talking politics, <laughs> I did, I mean, I did. once you opened up the politics door, Joey ran through that sucker. But I'll, I'll keep it brief. No, but, no, um, I'm like, the train's already left the station, so I got to say it. Yeah. But anyway, so back in I'll the day. I'll go to right wing. Yeah, I'll, I'll try not to. Um, but uh, information, when it was limited, when there wasn't uh, freedom of the press, there wasn't this ability to get information out there, uh, people could use it to control other people. Um, and so the idea of the Internet and web pages and social media and people being able to report things, it was a great idea because it would. I think people's mindset was it'll hold us all accountable. 
there can't be any uh, mass uh, movements to try to confuse or, or uh, misinform people as a result of it. But people have taken it, gone to the far extreme now to where now you don't even know what's reliable. So who trusts what anymore? You know, you got CNN with gigantic typographical errors on their social media posts. They're, they're posting and, and citing things that they have to go and redact. Um, same thing. I mean, there really isn't a legitimate news source anymore. Well, yeah, 95% of all media sources are owned by uh, six companies yeah. and essentially six people. Speaking well, of conspiracy, uh, basic, Operation... Don't believe everything you read. Oh, yeah. See. Operation Mockingbird, look it up. You have to do that. We don't have a media. We have a... Uh, so we, we, we slam uh, places like North Korea and China and Russia because they push propaganda. But we have the same exact thing here. We just It's, it's cloned as media. You have, uh, even though we have news sources on opposite sides of the aisle, it's called uh, controlled opposition. So yeah. you, you, you basically have the opposition push. Uh, the stories that you wanted to push so that when you do come to an agreement among the news sources, then the masters are like, it has to be you know, the truth because both sides are, are talking about it, you know? Right. I.e. coronavirus, in my opinion, is one of those those instances. Well, if you guys ever get a chance to, if you haven't watched it, but it, I believe it was called Newsroom. Yep. Dude, that uh, is a great show. Isn't it? I loved yeah. that, and I thought cut it was, short way too early. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was just a really great, great, honest storytelling of how n- the news itself, journalism, has really lost its way. But I still think it's propaganda. <laughs> Uh, I still think I still think it's is. I still think it's trying to to get you to realize that hey there's still some anchors out there major anchors out there that are uh, trying to do the right thing which I think if you've made it to the top of of your field in the media I don't I think you're compromised Have you ever um that's that's potentially fair I you know I mean Jeffrey Epstein's a perfect example uh, have y'all seen that video of that that news reporter talking about how they had all the Jeffrey Epstein stuff three years ago and the administration pushed it out and, 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 and snuffed it. That whole video about the, the occult and the sex trafficking and how far deep it goes into society with people with money and power and everything that, that, that whole, that whole thing was wild. Dude, it's, you've only touched Epstein is just the tip of the iceberg. Here's all I'm going to say, because I don't want to get into it. I can definitely come on your podcast and talk about it. Here's all I'm going to say is, is don't get too attached to your favorite actor, athlete, musician, politician, whatever. Just distance yourself from them uh, at the moment, because you could end up like a Kevin Spacey fan and uh, have all types of disappointments. Well, one thing I will say to that, <clears throat> is that uh you know after um watching that and trying to be you you, I mean, you hear it because i think one of the things in that video it talked about was like you've got to try to allow yourself to break through that barrier of being aware of things and being open to hearing things Co- it's, yeah it's called a cognitive dissonance yeah like you have to you have to accept the fact that things are probably worse than you want them to be 
So now that I'm more aware of it, if I'm watching different things, you know, because there's a handful of those people, I'll be like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. But then I've been much more aware of the symbolism used in certain things. Yep. And um, it's gotten hard, man, because there's some people that I really like, or there might be some shows that I really enjoy. But now I'm questioning, like, why? Why is that in there? You know, like, why are they showing yeah. that right now? What is that? What does that have to do with it? Well, I definitely start to see the political lean in a lot of stuff these days. Yes. Yes. Even, you know, I mean, any of it, you know. Just whether it's political or whether it's some just agenda. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't specifically have to deal with politics for it to just be an agenda that somebody's pushing. No, definitely. Well, Bill O'Reilly put out a book about the progressive left. Highway's probably been ten or fifteen years ago, and it was uh, it was really really spot on, and like everything, I think it was it was pretty spot on for the time. But if you look at how they've introduced things into into pop culture, and and how things mm-hmm. just the needle is moving so rapidly fast now, to where things twenty years ago would have been unheard of and would have been. There had been cries and outrage over are now just mainstream. Oh, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. But I do think the good thing is, because we talk about Internet and censorship and all all that, I think the good thing about social media is it was a beast that grew too fast. Like, I think think a small group of people were able to control the media, the news. Social media got too far out of hand that they weren't able to wrangle it in uh, before it started opening people's eyes. And and now, like you and like, like we've talked about earlier, is like we can see the censorship in the social media realm right now as we speak. We can see the the deception that's pushed through it, you know. I mean, and, that, uh, and the reason it's starting to get like, I mean, Trump won the election with social media. Yeah. The news source would push something. He would turn around and provide the real data or the real video or, or the unedited version of something, the raw uncut something. And we, we started to realize, like, yeah, there's there's something going on here. There's something, you know, he coined the phrase fake news, and everyone kind of laughed at him. But then I guarantee you everybody's starting to look at that like there, there's some there's a morsel of credibility to to what he's saying in that sense. See, the biggest thing about the whole fake news thing is – that I found uh, intriguing was all of the uh, statistics that showed that uh, he was going to lose. Yeah. Moving up uh, through the on you know election day or whatever. Yeah. Uh, until the end, he was he was projected by all the mainstream media to lose the election. Two percent chance. Right, and he somehow pulls it out. Just like that that many people went and voted or whatever. Uh, there in the eleventh hour. I mean, come on. Well, the poll, yeah, the polls are used to. Y'all watch Narcos? I've seen. Uh, seen some of it. Some of it. I've oh, seen you've seen all of it? They they discussed that. They discussed that in the Narcos Mexico one this past season. They discussed that very thing where they they rigged the polls so that the people who were who were going who would potentially vote for the underdog realized he was behind by thirty something points. And so they just didn't make it a point to get out and vote. Whereas, uh-huh. in if you if you if you had someone who was 
within striking distance, you would have rallied the the masses to come out and vote, and that's what right. they do, and that's what they were trying to do with Clinton and and, and Trump. You have a ninety eight percent chance. Well, well, the purpose of that was Clinton's a shoe, and there's no purpose in me getting out voting for my guy because he's only got a two percent chance. Right. Problem is, is uh, I'll tell you the poll that that's been spot on and only missed uh and only missed this past the 2016 election by like a percentage point was uh i the ibd the international business daily tip poll so if you just google ibd tipp poll during the election uh once the general election starts they've been they've been right every election and they've only missed i think the the biggest margin of error was like less than two percent Really, and they they pick Trump. Everyone kind of discounted because they picked Trump, but uh, they're actually right. Like they, it's a, there are some legitimate polling uh, avenues well, the out there. There's legitimacy everywhere. There's an equal <clears throat> amount of a lack of legitimacy or illegitimacy, mm-hmm. as there is legitimacy. In right. What gets what gets pushed, what gets out there what is gets the illegit. Right. So I mean. This whole conversation is basically the reason why I stopped watching television, uh, like live TV news, whatever. Uh, I stopped doing that like four or five years ago because I'd rather just turn on a, a TV show and watch something that's entertaining rather than try to read between the lines. Yeah. Everywhere. And Do you so, know what I've been watching? Alf. <laughs> Classic. That's good. It's a that's great good. show, man. Great show. Well, you just can't. Uh, I mean, it's right up there, Monkey Brewster. Hey, they're rebooting that for, uh, or they're doing a an updated version with her and I guess her family on that new Peacock streaming service they're trying to start. Okay. Really, Punky Brewster. Yeah. Dude, uh, one of one of the Punky Brewster episodes I remember specifically scared the the living daylights out of me, man. I forgot which one it was. I just remember, like. Thinking to myself, I'm never watching this show again. Nice. Was it? Was it the? Uh, was it there one where is either her or Cherry were going to get picked up by like a trafficker? No, no. This was like some sort what? of cave that had some demon or something in it. I don't know. There was. You guys remember way. Dude, too Punky much Brewster's not as innocent as people wanted to. No, there was. I had a similar experience with one where I think it might have been. <laughs> her backstory or something. There was one of those episodes where somebody was abandoned or left behind. And I remember my dad at the time, he, well, not at the time, as long as he was around, whatever job he did, I had to go on it with him. And he was doing one hour delivery. And I was like seven, six or seven or something. And, um, he was taking with, he was taking me with him and he was supposed to run a package in a warehouse. And you're like, development. it was gone for like an hour and I was hyperventilating. Like I thought I, this is just like what happened on Punky Booster. I've been abandoned. Hopefully I can find a rich person to adopt me. Like it was horrible. I remember to figure out how y'all remember so many details. I remember that. Show. I don't know if you guys watched uh, Webster. Remember that show? Yes. Uh, Webster was oh, yeah. the one with the dad was the over, uh, former bear. Yeah. And so like he goes to this house and looks through the keyhole and sees like, Essentially, this mannequin, and it freaks him out. Y'all remember that one? No. Because I chunked the deuce to that show, too, for that reason. I'm like, dude, there's... 
How do y'all remember? How do y'all remember these? Dude, they scar you, so man. Vividly, they man. scar you. They, and what it was is they basically kept uh, their deceased daughter's room exactly how it was, and what he was seeing was the back of a doll or something. Well, I want to say they dealt with sexual abuse on um, Facts of Life. Okay. Facts of Life is the one with uh, Joe and Blair and the old lady with the uh, red hair. Okay, I'm wrong show. Um, silver, not Silver Spoon. Step you're by pro- step. Let's no. let's just throw them all out there. No, you're thinking no, of one, uh, uh, with Willis. What you talking about, Willis? What, what you talking about, Willis? Was that different strokes? Yeah, that's it. Different yeah. strokes. Different strokes. Yeah. Yes, they one. dealt. Dude, different strokes came real. They had. Uh, they dealt with eating disorders. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they dealt with drug addiction. Saved by the Bell drug addiction. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> no dose, the yeah. caffeine pills. I, I'm a, I'll say this: Different Strokes took a li- took it a little more seriously than than Saved by the Bell. Well, I'm sure they did. Serious, and that time when we well, were watching it right. is relative. I'll tell you, we were watching it. We were watching it as reruns, though, because that show was was being those episodes were being put out what in the late '70s. No, early '80s. Saved by the Bell. No, no, I'm talking about. I thought we were talking about. Oh, different, different strokes. Oh, different strokes. Yes, late '70s, right. early '80s. Yeah. Now, so Saved by the Bell, you're looking at '90s. I mean, you oh, grew we up were with watching, that show. We were watching that in real time. And that we were, the, we were waiting every week for the new one to come out. Right. And I was telling my wife this, like, because I'm trying to get her to watch Alf with me. My kids love it. My wife wants nothing to do with it. But I'm, I'm like, Alf is one of those things where you, because like, Saved by the Bell, 90210. Um, and there are a handful of other ones where you could watch, you could just turn on the TV and those things were playing yeah. all hours of the day. Yep. And if, if you're bored one summer, eventually you could, you could watch every episode. I've seen it. I mean, obviously seen every episode of Saved by the Bell and maybe 90210. Alf was never one of those shows. So I'm, I'm enjoying myself. I mean, well, I, Alf I got I, cut off. It seemed like, uh, pretty early on. Yeah, it did. It only and had four seasons. Kind of made a, bit of a resurgence what are you watching alf on uh amazon prime the imbd uh is playing it with with ads okay so it's free uh that's the the only way to do that yeah yeah because we had the we had a dvd box set of one of the seasons uh when the kids were younger like jordan really liked it but i was gonna tell you you have a dvd box season of alf yeah i think we borrowed it from kelly and brian Dude, you're gonna have to like get that thing gold-plated yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I I think I don't know if I still have it, but I remember we were growing up. Uh, uh, nanny, my grandmother. I mean, you. I think you guys both knew her, Betty. Um, she made sure that uh, we had full sets of the Happy Meal toys or the Burger King toys and stuff, and the little action figures you'd mail off the post. The box. That's why thing. you have all those collections at your office. Yeah. That's yeah, where it or, comes from. Yeah. Uh, and so we had, um, we, Burger King was doing an ALF thing, man, like with these little stuffed animals. But they were also shelling out the little uh, mini records. You know, you'd have to put the yellow thing in the center of it for it to play on the record player. Uh-huh. Isn't that wild? Like, you have a, that? A Happy Meal toy. Because we're coming back Alfred. to, records are making the, their way back, though. It's true. They are now. I literally just had that conversation at the house yesterday. We were going through stuff in the garage, and um, my mom was telling me she had some vinyl she was going to get rid of. I said, no, hold up on it. I, no, uh, don't I get rid of that. I was trying to 
find me a decent uh, you know record player I can hook up with some speakers and stuff because in addition to wanting to collect a little bit of it I want to start buying some of the modern stuff they're releasing on vinyl um, yeah vinyl's supposedly the best way to listen to, be to it pl- you should be able to find a pretty good record player nowadays yeah oh yeah they have a, a thousand of them on Amazon and you guys you, you know how I love Amazon oh yeah but, uh, I'm surprised you don't find- already have one well, Josh, <laughs> Josh has got all my grandfather's old country records and he has one um, but I, w- I want w- one that's like a, a little bit smaller that has some Bluetooth capability. Mm. Bluetooth record player? Record players with Bluetooth capability. Yeah, I think you're kind of taken away from the purpose. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, what Bluetooth capabilities would you want for this vinyl record to be playing and then yeah. shoving it what, to the to speakers? Like yeah. Bluetooth from the record to speakers? Yeah. Okay. So Bluetooth speakers, or you want the capability of to listen to records and also play streaming music from your phone? Because I could see no, that. I could see where the confusion. I think is, is. But if you're, yeah, if you're, if you're trying to stream, if you're trying to send the record player music to a Bluetooth speaker, then you're defeating the whole purpose because it has to compress the music. Right. I'm gonna take a step back. Dude, you're gonna make a lot of <laughs> audio files extremely yeah. angry. You know what I'm, what I'm wanting, what I'm wanting. Is I would like to have, um, like right now I have some old computer speakers that I have a Google uh, Bluetooth thing plugged into. What I'm saying is I'd like to I'd like to have a record player, whether it be wired in or or Bluetooth. I'd like to be able to invest in some nice speakers, so that right. I could stream music to it or I could listen to it on the record player. So I got you. I wasn't uh, specific. I get what you're saying. Oh, if man, you, I, it's time for a crawfish boil, Joe. That, you know they only walk backwards. <laughs> I guarantee, yeah. That's fair, but yeah, man, vinyl. Yeah, my brother, my brother's collecting. He's he's more of an audiophile than I am. Yes, he is. Um, but I will say this: um, I did listen to there. There's a guy on YouTube that kind of he gets with these producers who've done uh, great songs. And the reason I got I don't know why I got onto him, but uh, I listened to how they made uh. Foo Fighters Everlong uh, and great song yeah there's a and that the producer's really cool some of them are annoying man some of them are nerds who who like to hear themselves talk and and it gets boring and kind of over uh redundant or whatever but um this guy who did the Foo Fighters Everlong is just a laid back dude and this guy was he goes is that a whatever he goes yeah I think it's a whatever they start talking about the the microphones but what's interesting is, is during the chorus and during uh, a, a part of the song, they have a woman that's humming along with the melody, and then she backs up David Grohl in the chorus. Oh wow! And they play it. So this guy basically what he does is he goes in and takes out everything and just plays that one part. Uh, and he's he goes, "What kind of microphone are you using for to get that sound?" And he goes, well, we're using the normal microphones, but the girl was in a studio in San Francisco or Chicago, something like that, and they were in L.A. He goes, so what we did is we basically put a phone up to the up to the microphone, and then called her through another phone and played the music, and so she essentially was singing through the phone, and they recorded it through the phone, and that's how they got that unique sound. And so I'm like, that's ridiculous. So. I go in and I pull up my phone and I start to listen because I want to hear this chick singing along with David Grohl in the song itself. 
couldn't hear it. So we talked to our buddy Chris Kidwell, who's a who is the big audiophile, music major in school and all that. And he said the streaming aspect of it kills it. So he said if you go to Title, which uh, essentially that's what they're they're trying to sell, is that they they put the whole song out there. And I listened to it in my wife's car, which has the premium se- uh, speaker set up. Yeah, and you can hear it, man. And when you start to hear those little intricacies of it, I can see where my brother comes from. And my dad was the same way with Pink Floyd and all that, where he's like, I want a real good set of headphones so I can hear everything that the artist was trying to push through it. Yeah, I tried um, I tried Tidal for a while, man. But at the time, I just couldn't. They didn't have the catalog. Right. And um, everybody else did. I couldn't justify the price. And uh, I really felt like... Um, like just Jay Z and all them were being a little snobbish about it at the time, but uh, I've I've heard that's really good. Yeah, it it now, is I mean, for an audio file. Um, I don't know if I, I necessarily if I'd pay for it just because I'm not listening for the intricate details of music when I'm lifting weights or mowing the lawn, you know. Right. Right. And I think if I'm going to lay back and and chill and and listen to music for the entertainment purposes, I'd rather do the the speaker route the the vinyl and the expensive speakers and let it really play out see i'm just now getting into into music and and knowing who sings what and uh you know good bands or good songs or you know what deep tracks if you want to call it that uh there's just there there had been too much time where i just i just wanted to hear a good song like i didn't care who the band was and to be honest it, almost any song, if I could sing it, I had no idea who sung it, with the exception of the, uh, you know, the big names back whenever I was young. Uh, my brother made me listen to country, so Garth Brooks, George Strait, people like that. Uh, just the huge names back in the '90s. I knew a few of those. Um, Boys to Men. Uh, my oldest brother and I, we listened to that quite a Dude, bit. R and B has disappeared. Yeah. It really has, oh, it's and dead. it's a shame. Dude, I was listening to some 90s R&B. Remember Silk? Uh, I would have to hear the song, but that's what I'm talking about. I, I'm not going to sing them for <laughs> you sing, here. Sing, sing <laughs> I'd have to hear the name. No, the they, then, we're trying to keep this G-rated, man, and <laughs> Silk Silk definitely liked the ladies. Okay. Uh, but, okay. yeah, man, I, I was just going down that, and I'm like, Man, no one, no one touches Keith Sweat or Boys to Men or uh, Casey and JoJo. Those guys, no one, no one touches them today. Well, dude, Tony SWV. Braxton, do what? Was it SWV? SWV in Vogue. Yeah. Whitney dude, Houston. Dude, I mean, I, I don't, they're not even. I mean, they talked about her a little bit because that Zendaya girl was going to play her in a biopic. But like, uh, Aaliyah, man. I mean, oh, I know that, Aaliyah that's a was. On the far end of it, but they're just no. Aaliyah was there. legit talent. That, that's what um, I'm saying. Is 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 you don't have anyone. Po- it's so auto tuned today, and oh, then horrible. you have what the what what they call it, Corey, the millennial. Oh, the woot or whatever. Yeah, or the, the millennial howl, beat or something, and the millennial like, howl, and then they have the millennial beat. There's there's a beat, a cadence and a beat that, and then the the woo at the beginning that. All these pop songs are starting off with now in order to bring in uh, uh, these kids or whatever, yeah. and it's 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 less about music and more about an algorithm that's gonna uh, yes. draw attention. 
So that's something that we had a conversation with a buddy of ours we went to high school with who helps produce music. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said that there's a uh, that the beats and the rhythms that they use throughout the throughout their songs mimic your heartbeat, mimic the human heartbeat, just like a regular heartbeat. And so it's something that uh, you can like get in rhythm with quickly, easily, and right. then like relate to or something. And I'm sitting back thinking a good song doesn't need tricks. Nope. It just needs it just needs a production. It needs it needs the uh, the airtime in order for people to hear it. Yeah, um, I've been trying to spend some time and going back and kind of redoing some of my uh, playlists and mixes on uh, Spotify. And uh, I kind of started. Um, well, me and Josh, we both did this what last year at the end of the year we did. I recalled it. I called mine an all skate playlist. It was a bunch of stuff from late 80s and 90s, like when we were skating, oh. skating rink age. Yeah, yeah. But then I, I did a, I started one, I just called it a mixtape, and it was going back to some of that R&B stuff, but also a vein, because I, you know, I like different veins of, of the different genres of music, but like New Jack Swing, like Color Me Bad. Like, I was like, man, I haven't heard this stuff. I haven't heard some of this in a long time, uh, but it was really good. See, one thing I really enjoy doing with music now is going is like getting on getting online looking up top 100 or top 50 lists of a certain genre and now realizing what i what i like and have liked all the time but now who sings it and then what else do they have to offer yeah. so going and then looking at <clears throat> itunes how many songs they have that's available and which ones are are just you you can't put the music down you can't put take the earphones out out of your ear you know you got to listen to it yeah and uh, so i did that with a whole bunch of like uh what 70s 80s rock or or whatever you know there was journey foreigner um survivor all that stuff um kansas is amazing toto um, dude toto is highly underrated yes toto, does not yes. get enough airtime. so uh i just i didn't know how much i was missing out by you know let's let's say only listening to the radio because oh yeah you only hear 10 songs played five times a day in a certain block of time that you can listen to the radio yeah i don't mess with the radio at all yeah i don't either not anymore yeah and, now, i mean now, now i mean streaming music's been the greatest thing ever like yes uh i used to have two of those big old notebooks full of cds and and now you have that in your phone and and it's definitely worth it absolutely one of my other one of my next favorite things is i got one of those google home minis when i get in the shower i'll just say hey google play uh journey on pandora and you know it obviously plays everything journey related right but uh whenever i don't know a song whatever the you know i know the song but maybe i don't know who sings it i'll ask i'll ask google hey who's singing and it'll tell me and then i'll go look them up yeah and it's just i mean it's just opened my eyes to to music i didn't realize i liked and uh and now it's you know it's it's really piqued my interest and maybe that's just age you know i think that's part of it but you know the the thing though is is this and it's not even millennials anymore as much as it's generation z but you look at like tiktok for example i mean you have people getting famous because they are lip-syncing or mimicking someone else yeah there's no originality whatsoever it seems like, and this could be me just acting like an old fart, 
but, being a boomer right now. Yeah, I'm being a heat. You're being a That's okay. <laughs> I agree with you. I agree with that, you. But that's what I'm saying. Like, and I, 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 I think music is just being recycled. I think movies are being recycled. Oh, yeah. I think, oh, dude. I, I think this, what you're seeing is, is you're seeing this younger generation is experiencing the same things that generations before them have experienced, but they're trying to act like it's new, you know? Yeah. I see, to me, the one thing about, the one positive thing about movies being recycled is that generally speaking those movies back in the 40s 50s 60s that are now making a resurgence or, or a what is it like redub i don't know what it's called but they're basically the same story but with younger newer more relative uh relatable actors right to me the only good out of that is that it there are so many more uh digital capabilities nowadays that had they had those back then, there there would be no reason to redo them, you know. Yeah, and but so that's the only thing I I feel like is a, a decent reason to reboot some. Movies. But the only thing I would argue is there's no way I would want a movie like Return of the Dragon remade. Part of the allure of a Bruce Lee movie are the terrible sound effects, and uh, that's there's you know what I mean. Fairness to that point, absolutely. Now, now so, some no, of them I could see. Continues talking, but uh, yeah, no I mean, sound. Return of the Dragon. I watched that the other day. It's a great movie. I mean, it's just it's the whole thing's great. I think you would need a Bruce like Jackie Chan's okay, but like you would need a Bruce Lee to do it. I mean, that's part of his yeah. allure. So I think some of, but I do I do agree. Like you get some second chances with some terrible movies yeah. to try and, and 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 do it. It's just like I think they're putting out everything. I think you get I think you get second chances with excellent movies too, um, just to see if if they can be as excellent as they were originally. You know, uh, I, nope, they're really I don't want to maybe say they're not ever going to, but recreate the first three Star Wars movies that they ever did. Uh, I, I'm uh, not a Star Wars guy, but I think you might be treading on some but dangerous. I, but my point is that. The, the technological advances that they had back in the... When when did they do that? 70s? Something yeah. like that? It stands up. Was it 76? It's it's something in that ballpark. And so, but the technological advances that they had then, if they had what we have now, it would be, it would be even more, like, awe-appealing. I don't think that uh, the Star Wars movies need to be redone because I think that they were ahead of their time whenever they were created but you have things like that um that uh another example you know, i was i was a power ranger kid you know i saw i remember in my room watching on my little black and white tv the very first power rangers episode ever and uh and i used to watch them until they started going into like different types of power rangers and uh which is you know two or three years later but they made a power rangers movie based on the original story and uh and in terms of what they were trying to do on the tv show versus what they were able to do because of this whole transformers generation you know all these transformers movies that have been done they were able to integrate a lot of that tech or a lot of those digital tricks to accomplish what they tried to accomplish back in the 90s or uh, late 80s early 90s Mm -hmm. and they it just 
it was awful awful digital quality back then on those tv shows now it was a tv show and not a big movie production so that maybe there's there's part of the disconnect but uh, but now that movie was that movie was really to me to a power ranger kid who grew up it was an entertaining movie i, I didn't watch it and be like oh this is garbage you know i, I thought the digital <laughs> are you stuff, ta- are you talking about the new one yeah, I, I thought. Oh, it was trash. It was terrible. No, no, no. I'm not talking about the quality of movie. I'm not talking about Oscar nominate. I'm not. I don't. I don't care about <laughs> it, tickle, it tickles oh, so the bad. nostalgia bone, it's is so what it bad. does. What I'm saying is, like, listen. I like all those Transformers movies too. Could you imagine? Could you imagine trying to do those back in the '70s and and what those would look like? And to me, you can't. Because right, the, but I. I they couldn't do it, and what they what they well, did they they integrated what they did for that that Power Rangers movie and the Transformers movie, and to me, I thought they accomplished what they were trying in to the, go for. In the seven, I could see from the seventies and eighties, right? But like the nineties, like Jurassic Park, for example. Yeah, I think the originals are better than the new ones. Yeah, personally, because hmm. uh, I, I think you have to original. The, the but second I, one's good too. The but first I think you right. But that's what I'm the saying. The first two are good, but mad. the point is, is they had to work at it. Now it's like, do this in front of a green screen, and then we'll just superimpose everything yeah. in later. Well, that's fair. That's well, fair. it depends on their approach. I mean, the thing with Power Rangers, you gotta understand, Power Rangers virtually are still using the same special effects now because it was there was a Power Rangers show in Japan before power rangers here i remember it like when we were pretty young in the middle of the day on nickelodeon they would show like flipper i uh flipper lassie and then you know they would show a bunch of these older shows so i think it's just they stylize that a lot like anime anime is its own thing like you could watch some anime animation be like this is trash but it's it's cutting edge for those people who like that vein of animation well, um, and that's the other thing about, about cinema, about movies, is what's your didn't... purpose for going to the theater and watching these movies? Are you there to watch the the quality of acting and all that other stuff, which, Corey, I think that's what you were referencing, that that, that movie yeah. was Well, just plot and everything regard. was awful. Right. It didn't feel like a Power Rangers movie. Well, uh, but in, was the plot in any Power Rangers TV episode, movie, anything was was that ever good? Every single episode was life altering good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, that's my point. Gonna... Is that you're not going there for the script of the movie and and how they execute that. You're right. going to see how did they execute. Like Rambo, the, you're going to see somebody's. Happened. You're going to Rambo to see the creative ways that the dude can kill somebody. Yes, you're going to see that fork go through somebody's face. Right, but there's a but there's yeah, there's a good way to do it and a bad way to do it. The most recent one was terrible. The, Rambo? the one that came, four was really good. It was a fun yeah. little action movie. The the yeah. most the recent most one was awful. Oh, the re- the most yeah, recent one terrible. you could tell they were trying to get it done as quick yeah, as possible. Yeah, it was it was oh, terrible. See, I liked it though. No, I I liked it. Trust me, man. I really enjoyed that pitchfork. Like yes. Like, that was awesome. like rearranging that dude's yeah. face. Like, I'm all for that. I just felt there could have been 30 minutes more storyline. At least. Yeah. I needed that 30-minute 50 cal scene again at the end of it. Just yeah. people that, getting mowed story, down. That storyline's <laughs> been done before, too, though. That's the other thing. It was disappointing. Yeah. Well, going back to Power Rangers quick, I'll tell you, I liked 
You really like the Power Rangers conversation. <laughs> yeah. We should have just we should name this one Power Rangers. Well, hold on. I liked Stu. I I liked the well just to catch up because there's been a lot of said. I true. agree that in the first in the first two Power Ranger movies, the TV, what they did on TV did not translate well onto the movie screen. But for the um, for the new Power Rangers, I was actually okay with it. I I didn't love it. I didn't like it where they were going with it. Um, I really hope they do one with Tommy because I'm like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a Green Ranger obsessed person. Uh, but uh, did y'all? But I'm trying to. I think the storyline needed to be updated a little bit better. Uh, they could have done a much better job. Like having what's her face as Rita Repulsa was stupid. Yeah, she's um, terrible. But have y'all seen the short film that got put out on YouTube and it had the guy from Dawson's Creek in it? The really dark one. Rocky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see something gritty, and so. Yeah. Um, that uh, that YouTube company that makes those movies, like they do shorts, like versus, well, the Spider-Man versus Iron Man, or some they do Street Fighter. They did a bunch of like live animation. Street Fighter is Street a movie Fighter I'd like to see redone. I agree. Well, they're, they're doing. Listen, I love the John Claude Van Damme uh, guile. Uh, I don't know roundhouse <laughs> kick that he would do. <laughs> have you have you ever without getting tired? Yeah, have you ever read up on the production of that? They said John Claude Van Damme was high on cocaine every day of production. I would just blitzed out of his mind. <laughs> I mean, he was probably the same way in Bloodsport, which I just watched the other day, and I love Such Deuce, my man. man. You know, it's. Just, I mean, come on, those are those Blood, are excellent. Just right, Bloodsport should not be redone movie. though. I think I actually went to go see Street Fighter for one of my birthdays. What, Josh, what did you say about I said Bloodsport should not be redone. No, I, but I, uh, I, I don't I know what, about that. I don't know about that. Well, if you want to see what it would look like, they've made so many kickboxer movies that it had gotten no one cared anymore. But I'm telling you, the last two kickboxer movies have been good. The last one, John claude Van Damme had a fairly decent-sized role in it, um, as I believe himself from the the original ones potentially i mean but you also got to think about those type of like mortal Kombat. great film. i, I mean, want to see one of those i, I want to see a new give me a redone mortal Kombat. i i enjoyed watching sub-zero you know free somebody and then destroy scorpion them. uh yeah i i enjoyed that get over here you know i mean come on in the movie theater <laughs> no, talking about the movie or the video game the movie yeah the movie right the movie, the movie uh, was horrible the movie was horrible, but I also saw it when I was 10 or something. Yeah, so I mean. So I'm playing this video game, and then they put it out there on the big screen. Listen, Bloodsport, not that good of a movie if we're talking about quality of a movie. Uh, it, it's in the same vein as The Quest, <laughs> Mortal Kombat, all those. I don't know <laughs> if I can agree with you there, man. I think I think Bloodsport's got to be one of What's that movie with... Uh, Oh, the bouncer who ripped the dude's throat Roadhouse? Roadhouse. Roadhouse, man. Yeah, I mean, I think movies like that need to stay the way they are. Terrible. But, Just, but they need to live in time. Here's a remake of the 80s movie you guys might not have caught. So this is probably about f- several years ago. Hugh Jackman had that movie Real Steel. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. That is... Rock'em, sock'em, robots. That was a copycat of Over the Top. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. Over top, good okay. movie by I the way. Over the was top a, was better than Real Steel. That was still a good okay, movie. Okay, okay, but it, okay, no, stop. <laughs> Real Steel was not a remake. That's a horrible. Over the top. It was that's a horrible thing, claim. No, it's a similar thing. plot. No, it was a. It was more of a remake of Rocky One. 
than anything else. The, no, no, I'm talking about the mom dying, the dad, the family. Have you noticed that in all movies? That's every Disney movie ever. The yeah. mom dies. Have you noticed that <laughs> in every every Disney movie, someone dies at the beginning? Yes. Yeah, that's how they get mom you. Mom or dad or both. Yeah. Yes. Go back though. Watch Real Steel and watch over the top like in the same setting Joe, you don't have to get I don't want to rewatch either of those movies it's the same movie it's not it's it's Rock'em Sock'em Robots and Rocky I'm pretty sure Jurassic Park was a remake of Land Before Time dude at the end <laughs> go back and <laughs> go, the, go back and watch both of those at the end of the movie, sorry if you haven't seen Real Steel, spoiler alert. <laughs> Nobody but, did. But, I mean, come on. The, the <laughs> robots get in a draw where they have to go to the cards, just like Rocky and Creed. It is a Rocky I'm remake you. with robots. I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to agree to disagree there. <laughs> wrong. You should not agree to, to disagree. To Land Before Time reference, I really think oh. Ice Age. <laughs> Where I said, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh goodness! Gosh. Oh, real steel, uh, robot boxing, and arm wrestling. Those are the same thing. Good gracious! Yeah, don't remake another. Like I'll quit watching the Creed franchise when Stallone's out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The which first, is, the first which is the next one. The first oh, one was pretty good. The second one was okay. I'm going to say that director that took on making Creed 2, though, I thought did a pretty good job. Is that the same one who did Black Panther? I think so. No. Could be. Black Panther. So is the, is the guy who did the second Creed the same one who did the first Creed? No, I thought, uh, well, may, well, no. Well, yeah, we do all have phones and stuff. We can I'm, I'm Googling it. It's Ryan Coogler. Coogler. No, Coogler did the first Creed, and he did Black Panther. Stephen Capel Jr. did... Uh, Creed two. Creed two. Yeah. The hard thing about Creed two is that they are basically storyline remakes of uh, like two. Creed one is is like Rocky one and two kind of combined. It's right. like, and then Creed two is a little bit of uh, a little bit of Rocky three, but mostly Rocky four. Oh yeah, dude. Stallone has no qualms about just redoing a movie. No, he doesn't. He he had nothing to do though. That's the thing with. The, oh, he the, did. No, he did. Trust me. Two, he did not write. No, I'm not saying he. Well, nobody's saying he. He didn't write it. He just. Trust me. Thinking that Facebook doesn't take off posts, well, and and Rocky doesn't influence the creation of the movie. Come on. Yeah, guarantee you that Stallone has some creative input into uh, the Uh, creation. Speaking of things (laughs) that probably should never delicately. Yeah. Speaking of things that should never be redone, that uh, Kugler guy has uh, been slotted to direct Space Jam Two in 2021. Uh, that's gonna, uh, it's going to end up being trash, man. Like if you uh, try to make remake that or uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, it's not going to work. Yeah, yeah. Space Jam. Well, LeBron, LeBron just isn't Jordan. No. He's not the personality that Jordan was. No, I don't think he can do it. I think LeBron has his. Uh, I think he has a potential uh, future in in being an entertainer outside of basketball. I think that that's possible. Nah. But. What movie was he in that he supposedly did a pretty good job in? Uh, Nothing ever. Yeah, no, it's oh, in that LeBron with that. Yeah, it was with that. He's comedian. been in a couple, but uh, he was in one. No, he had a legit. He, he <laughs> the, basically the the main guy played his agent or some publicist or something like that. Right. 
and they like they were friends and yeah uh, there was one there was a basketball game or a uh, a gymnastics meet or something that they were both at um I saw the movie. I don't know what it is. It's so it, it was so good that nobody here. I've never seen it. it. I just know. I just heard that he did it. They that they said he had some pretty decent acting chops in it. So they yes. say that he was in. Oh, come on. He was a producer. For oh no! It was that terrible movie with uh, the that horrible uh, com- oh, comedian. Wreck. Yeah, Trainwreck. Yeah. Oh, dude! Yeah. If you no, saw that, no, I'm parts, saying it's the, it's bad. But they said the parts he was in weren't terrible. Yeah, no. they said he did a pretty decent job. He, but that movie's awful, dude. I always used to love seeing it. Like, remember Eddie, Whoopi Goldberg, Eddie. Eddie, yes. Or uh, what's that movie with uh, Billy Crystal where he's the referee? Oh, oh, that's uh, a great one. And it had it had Reggie Miller in it, and that dude, I love seeing the. I know the one you're talking about. Though. It's not Love Paris, is it? Um, anyway. I'm just gonna look at Billy Crystal. One. Yeah, well, he's referee, the referee movie. Forget yeah. Paris. Is that it? Forget Paris. Yep. Man, that's an old one. 1995. Dude, I can dust them off, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, you started this whole thing off with Alf. That's all I'm saying, man. Yeah, I've been in well, Alf. Hey, so. keep in mind his his. His favorite movie isn't Punisher. It's Punisher Warzone. It's the bad Punisher of two terrible movies about the Punisher. Well, I mean, you know, there's. I felt like that one was. Very, a, I said I. I said I was entertained by the 2017 Power Rangers. What's man? If you if you like, yeah, I'm own. I'm in bad company when it comes <coughs> to movies right here. Let's well, say. Speaking of that, <laughs> I watched I watched uh, Extraction this afternoon. It was, pre- I was, it was okay. Yeah, it wasn't bad. To me, listen, I Triple watched it yesterday. Here. To me, set the standard. Oh God! What? All right, we're hanging up. We're hanging up right now. Would triple you? Frontier triple, was Triple Frontier was, was possibly the worst thing that Netflix has put out. Well, it was horrible. Predictability. I mean, it was. It was. It was horrible writing and character development. It's like a class on how not to write characters. It was terrible. Yeah. Terrible. It, it was a great sequel to something we've never seen. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was awful. Just. Any anytime you have a movie about operators that are supposed to be like top tier operators and they just make every stupid mistake possible, I'm out. Is it worse? That's where I uh, check out. Okay. Well, what movie was that? You, you, Triple Frontier, the one where they have to have Ben Affleck because he holds everybody together and then he falls apart five seconds into the mission. Oh, uh, over, the, over, yeah, over worth, money. Uh, what's the one with Ryan Reynolds where they just did Deadpool all over? Six Underground was better than Six Triple Frontier. That's what it was. Because at least oh, that yeah. movie knew what it was. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm I'm glad that you brought this up because I'm I'm dying to ask something because <laughs> you have a unique experience and a perspective here. So in in um extraction, uh. when they're getting ready to storm the building, one one of the times there was in every military or cops SWAT show I've ever watched, people do a tap thing, right? Like two taps go on this, that, and the other. So one of those Pakistani guys does this thing where he they're in India, Keep India, going. yeah, okay. But he takes his leg and he kicks it backwards to hit some guy in the calf. Yeah. To let him know to go for it. Is that like a real thing? Never seen it before. Okay, like we do, we like, like there, there's two ways to do it. Like some people weird. some people will like just grab like a piece of your like uniform and squeeze. Uh, sometimes you'll kick feet because your feet are supposed to be almost like laced within each other when you're stacked up on a door. So you might just kick each other's feet or you just reach back and tap with your off gun hand. All right, That's cool. the only three ways I've ever seen it done. Because Here's my like, question then because somewhere along those lines. But it wasn't uncool. 
who came up with that? Like, I don't know. I think the probability of you uh, getting ready to enter a door and tripping it up and screwing everybody up would probably way too, be so, way too high for that ever to be used. I saw, I saw one Man. similar. They were like on the bridge and they were doing that cover and move thing, and he like uh, he like kicked the guy in the butt with his with his. Uh, his foot, but like swung it backwards. Yeah, I think that's what he was talking about. Yeah, same thing. Okay. So, is that a unique? Is are there are there going to be like military people that are like, oh, that's classic Bangladesh? Somebody on the internet will think that's cool. All right. So here's. I think that was somebody. I think that was that guy's improving because his his off gun hand was away from the dude, and he was like, I got to figure out how to tap this guy. So here's my question: Has anyone ever had their head literally? hit to a 90 degree angle with another human being like extraction uh, uh yeah remember that part playing soccer the, where that dude literally the dude hit him with another human being that dude's the, the dude's the back of that guy's head was basically in the middle of his back remember that part am i myth it like when he first goes in to get him yeah i don't know i don't know i don't remember, <laughs> I don't remember that the thing i the thing i couldn't get past with extraction was how all of a sudden they spoke perfect English after I'm reading subtitles. Yeah. I and mean, why were they going back and forth like Spanglish? Yeah, that's that's my point. It's like, why am I having to read subtitles when within the same conversation between two people when half of the conversation is 100% English? I mean, either make it all Hindi or whatever language and make me read subtitles the whole time. I don't know. I always like when you read subtitles and then the guy goes, oh, you speak English? Yeah, <laughs> like it's just the it. cliche, like we don't want to have to do subtitles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, then we I don't switch know. it to English. But they did that throughout the entire movie that, up until... That was probably end. a decision that was made in post. Yeah, it was, pro- yeah, it, it was probably... That's probably more of a production thing or a, a uh, editing thing. Thor movie. Give me a non-Thor movie. I, I haven't watched all of Black Hat, so I don't know if the same thing happens. But like the two significant movies I've I've seen Chris Hemsworth in, um, that were not you know Marvel, he has the same ending. So I'm like, give the guy give the guy an out other than the same, the same way. What the, the ambiguous? Did he die? No, the I mean the headshot. Oh, oh. Well, it was, in his, it was in his neck, by the way. Yeah, he got shot in, in his neck. neck, and then he escaped, and now he's watching over the guy as his yeah. head. Yeah, I was reading. I was reading about the production of that today, and the original ending was that he did die, and then they tested it in a bunch of test groups, and they didn't like it. So the compromise was: did he die? Did he not? Yeah. So they can decide if they want to make a sequel. And it, I think it. Well, and I think that's probably hey, more honest. The new, the new Men in Black International. He didn't get shot in the head and die. Oh. I haven't watched that one yet. The audience I mean, did. It wasn't. It wasn't. Let me ask you this. So, did any of you guys watch. Um, oh, now I'm going to forget the name of it. It was a remake they did a couple of years ago. Um, break, breaking Point? No, no point, point, break. point Break. Yeah, no. I saw it. No. It's awful. Did you like it? It's awful. But I'm I'm probably going to be an outlier here and say that the original Point Break was also a really stupid movie. So uh, I never saw the original. Well, I, I the original. I feel like Keanu Reeves had a hard time getting out of out of Ted character. Yeah. Like yes, they came out so close to each other that it's, it it was hard. Like I think if you watched it now or. Was did speed come out before or after that? I think it was after. 
think it was after. I think it was after. Yeah, so I think I think speed kind of sh- shifted the because dude, the guy was Ted. You know yeah, what I mean? He was the whole yeah. time. I mean, and so I yeah. I think he 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 risked getting typecasted until he went into into speed, and then uh, now he's I mean he's just he's made some of the greatest franchises out there. Matrix is great. Uh, John Wick. John Wick series. Is great. Uh, pretty so solid. Good. Bill and Ted is. We'll see what this third one does, but uh, if it if it keeps on board with two, it's going to be great. It's going to be hard without George Carlin, though. Yeah. yeah. But, what was he? Uh, Rufus. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's going to be hard without George Carlin, but we'll see. I'm going to watch it for sure. Definitely. Do you think. Um, like here's a sequel coming out that I think we've all wanted for a long time, but the more I think about it. I'm afraid they're going to screw it up, and that's Top Gun. No, I'm going to watch it. I think it's going to be better than the. It's going to be better than the original Top Gun. I guarantee it. Yeah, I, I hope so. Nostalgia probably that. won't won't allow people to admit it for a while. But what what Tom Cruise did and put the entire cast through in order to make that movie, I think it's going to be legit. I think it's probably going to be the best like airplane fighting movie ever made. I would agree with that based on what I've seen. Yeah, there it. each cockpit had six IMAX cameras in it. Like Are that's yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. The the people in the plane, like the actors in the plane, actually flew at Mach one or Mach. 3. Yeah, I don't know what the mocks are, but oh, wow. yeah, uh, they actually flew and got used to it and felt the nausea and they felt the just <laughs> all the upside down spinning around, taking off from zero to Dude. a thousand. And, and I was a big fan of the first Top Gun. Yeah. Oh, and I'm a big fan of the first Top Gun soundtrack. Hands down. I say Kenny Loggins. Some of Kenny Loggins' best work. <laughs> yes. yes well, I, I've, always, I've always had a philosophy. If you got a surround sound system, you had to watch Top Gun. One of the first things you watched with it. I, I just, I'm, I'm a, I seriously enjoy the movie. So I'm hoping this one does good. And what's his name they cast for uh, Goose's son, I think looks spot on. Yeah, I hate, I hate that dude as an actor, though. I think he's awful. Is Val Kilmer? He's in very, it? he's very monotone and only can ever be himself. Uh, yeah. Is Val Kilmer? Ma- Miles Teller, that's his name. I, yeah, I liked him in some stuff. Though. I think in the Footloose remake, he was good. He played, he really. Uh, oh my gosh! Listen, if it's good and in the Footloose remix, is it or remake? Is it really good? No, no, I'm just saying. I thought he did a good job. <laughs> I don't, I don't think no. the, the whole thing threw me off for a couple different reasons. But um, but also see, I'm one of the guys that liked the Fantastic Four reboot. <laughs> so <laughs> completely <laughs> discredit yourself. This dude has the worst portfolio <laughs> ever <laughs> of movies he likes. The like, cinema like, non-expert. Oh my goodness! Michael B. Jordan in a Marvel movie. No. I liked it. Oh well, man! And I like Miles. Fan four, the fan like four stick. <laughs> That's what everybody calls it. That's fair. That's okay. fair. Oh, it's so bad. No, he was good in Whiplash. Whiplash is his best movie by far. Miles Teller. So, Joe, to say that you're yeah. uh, like a little on edge or not on edge, but uh, leery about the whole new Top Gun movie is almost like saying you weren't going to watch Rocky Five or Creed movies after the first four Rockies because uh, how could they be in any way, shape, or form as good or better? It's it's not that Rocky Five is terrible. Rocky Five is absolutely garbage, but you're you're gonna watch it if you've never seen it. And maybe you stay off the internet and don't research it. 
if you've watched the first four, you're gonna watch number five just to see what happens. Oh yeah. I'm excited about. And Top then Girl. you're gonna watch Creed's. I'm excited about it, but I was I've just been questioning, is it gonna be a letdown? Because but, some of the remakes and sequels they're coming out with. You can't do are. that. I don't think so. Iceman's a four-star general, baby. Is it gonna be a letdown? Now, I, what I hope they do. I hope they take some time and fill in the backstory. I really want to know, you know. Yeah, I want to like know what, what happened to those what, dudes. Where, where he's been, what he's done. Iceman makes a four-star general, which is obvious. Clear. We knew that's where it was going. Even though Kilmer's not in the movie. Kilmer is in the movie. I thought the Kilmer. I thought Kilmer wasn't in the no, movie, and he was upset about not now. being being asked. Now he's in there. Oh. Admiral I mean, Tom Iceman Kazansky. Now is it just his character, or is it Ed Harris is playing Jester? We have Tom really? Skerritt coming back as like a as a mentor because I think we need that. Who? Tom Skerritt, the uh, guy that always plays like an angry commander. Nope. Yeah, no, like the original instructor. Wasn't he Jester? <laughs> Top good. No, Jester was the other one. Uh, okay, so then what was Viper. his name? Viper. Was Viper. The one yeah. that actually flew against him, right? Yeah. Well, so Viper. Jester flew against Jester him too. too. Yeah, Jester's yeah, no, coming back. So I, th- I might be thinking of the other guy. The yeah, one that the one from Starship mind. Troopers. No. Yes. Uh, so you got Times Cruise, uh, Miles Teller, Jennifer Conley, John Hamm as Merlin, uh, Glenn Powell as Hangman. Really? Yeah. Lewis Pullman, Ed Harris as Jester, uh, Val Kilmer uh, as uh, Iceman, Monica Barbero as Phoenix. Dude, I think that's the best part of the show too, or that movie is like just the nicknames. Oh, yeah. Charles Parnell is Sundown. Jay Ellis is Payback. <laughs> Danny Ramirez is Fanboy. I mean, a little bit. Jay Picking like is Slider. Why wouldn't they have brought uh, back uh, Watch His Face to play Merlin? Ray uh, Raymond Lee is Viper. Yeah. I don't know. Same reason I'm they not... didn't. Same reason they didn't bring back the same guy to play Jester. Oh, I mean, weird. it's they. The guy, you know, they said no or, or whatever. You know, you know, I mean, they I reached still, out to those people first. But yeah. I really thought it was. I mean, Tim Robbins is a good actor, but I thought like that was just like still one of probably his more random castings. It was. He was a little out of place. I thought. I thought the same thing with the Walker Texas Ranger sidekick. Cordell. Oh yeah. no. The guy who uh, played uh, uh, Maverick's reel after Goose died. Oh, yeah. Or are you yeah. talking about in the Walker, Texas Ranger TV series? I'm talking about, in, yeah, Cordell in the Walker, Texas Ranger series. Oh, he was, he was great in Walker, Texas Ranger. Too. You're crazy. Huh? You thought he was not a good actor for Top Gun or for Walker, Texas Ranger? No, I'm saying if you look at that guy's body of work, right? Okay. He didn't exactly get a whole bunch of, like, action movies after that. Okay. Well, he was also, it was one of the most minor roles that had uh, that was, had lines in he, that whole movie. Wasn't he the hacker in uh, Die Hard? Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah, that's, that's the action movie, man. <laughs> that's, that's fair. <laughs> He's not wielding yeah, a gun. The, you know what? I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to on that one. I'm, I'm, we got out of politics and Joe started like... Landsliding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fast. Clarence Gil- 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 Gilliard is his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think he's a good actor. I mean, for what he does. He, oh, his name I, was, I don't see him ever being a main guy. His name wasn't Cordell. It was uh, Trevet in the show. Well, Cordell sounded right. Who's Cordell? 
You're just thinking of you're just thinking of Steelers quarterbacks. Maybe. Well, no, I think he used to be. I think he was a cowboy. Oh, Cordell was a, uh, Chuck Norris's last name on the show. He was Cordell. Yeah, Cordell. Or his first Walker. name was Cornell. Trevette was was his sidekick. All right. So what about what about Iron Eagle? <laughs> Those movies are awful. Dude, I I know I. So I I work with in the defense industry, right? So had a Navy Navy guy come in and a uh and then my buddy who's an Air Force guy. And dude, those guys every every day, man, they would get into an argument and these in Top Gun and Iron Eagle come up and they would use them as insults with each other. Cuz Iron Eagle is essentially <laughs> the Air Force version of Top Gun. Yeah, <laughs> and so they would just they would call each other and so they, they would use it as an insult every time, man. He's like, all right, whatever you say, Top Gun. He's like, don't forget Iron Eagle. And they right, leave down, the room. It. Yeah. yeah. It was hilarious. But I've never seen Iron Eagle. Yeah, don't. I've seen what? the end of it. What? Those movies what? are trash. Listen, with all these other you things that you said I'll you've seen, you. the Bruce Lee's, the Blood Sports, all these man. other things, you haven't seen Iron Eagle. I have not. I couldn't find it. On I saw the end of it. Services, so I bought it on Amazon. So I'll... I'll yeah, I'll hook, find a way to share it with you, Josh, if you want to watch it. We can do that. It's a great movie, man. We can do that. Anyway, okay, fellas. Okay, I'm not going to say it's a great movie, Josh. I'm going to say that if no. you think all these other movies shouldn't be remade, you should go watch that one. No, I'll, I'll check it out. Well, if you like, if you like <laughs> yeah. That's the cover for Iron, Iron Eagles down my... That dude, like that's a... integrated music into movies in the 80s, you'd like this. Listen, oh, yeah, but, go, watch to, uh, go watch Iron Eagles the soundtrack only dude i he just showed me the movie poster and that looks like it's right down my alley uh, I, that's what i'm trying to yeah, say yeah that, that's probably a good call